0: On the next episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes...
1: Today we're going to discuss Caldwell Cigars. Mmm, that sounds interesting. Caldwell was started in 2013 by a group of friends who set out to do everything differently. And they have grown into a recognized brand now. And our initial reception came with much confusion. People didn't understand their brand's packaging and their brand and the purpose. So this is when they knew that they were going to do a good job. Personally, I really enjoyed this lineup. Um, I've smoked quite a few Caldwells in the past, and, you know, just I'm a sucker for branding, and they've got some really cool labels, and they've got some really cool marketing that they've got going on, but the quality matches the marketing, in my opinion, Hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty rare feat. I know it. We'll be right back after this break.
0: Hey man, got a light? It's time for Smokes.
1: Welcome to the Smokes episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2am just before little old ladies knitting and right after the show. Does this look Net infected? one, pearl
3: two. <laughs> one,
1: pearl two. Hang on, let me put my teeth in it. Alright, with us today is good old boy Mike. Hey there. Good old boy Justin. Good morning. And good old boy Nate what's up and myself good old boy burger how you doing folks
0: great how are you
1: yeah man i'm good it's been a good week been a little trying week but it's been good yeah this is our smoke segments we are all about cigars and well anything that's smoked almost anything here's what we're going to discuss today today we're going to discuss caldwell cigars Hmm. that sounds interesting i got a little bit of backstory
2: here <laughs> from caldwell Are you going to use your favorite Dominican Republic accent? Not today. Oh, senor. I'm so disappointed.
1: (laughs) My wife will be very mad.
2: (laughs) Not even close, right? I mean, mean, it's just, I mean, (laughs) Justin, seriously, it sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger crossed (laughs) the Mexican border. (laughs) Hear me now and believe me later.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So Caldwell was started in 2013 by a group of friends who set out to do everything differently and they have grown into recognized brand now. And our initial reception came with much confusion. People didn't understand their brand's packaging and their brand and the purpose. So this is when they knew that they were going to do a good job. And they say, if you're not running with us, run from us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, how fast should you run? I mean, like slow or a casual walk, or you know, it depends on the accent. Yeah, that you're I, using. I guess, I guess. Hi, Chihuahua. You know, so a little history from them.
1: Caldwell Cigar is the brainchild of Robert Caldwell. Prior to Caldwell Cigars, Robert founded Winwood Cigar Factory in Miami, Florida. He's also owned and operated a Hotel Humidor Company, a hospitality synergetic centric, sure. and also a synergetic cigar company.
3: Well, in Hotel Humidor, so he actually, pretty much every country um, out there where there's high-end resorts and high-end hotels and they have humidors, Robert is the one. And he sells other brands. They stock it with other brands, but he has actually been able to get cigars into all of these high-end hotels. He's got ones in Dubai, all over.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So they sent me a little blurb about the community and their mission I want to share with you guys. Uh, so from the beginning, Caldwell has sought to do good through var- varieties of initiatives. We've also sponsored art initiatives as well as charitable projects. Are we doing the worse while we're running, man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> through lost and found cigars. Um, we are in the build- process of building a foundation and developing events to incorporate consumers and retailers in those initiatives that are important to us, such as beach cleanups, homeless hunger outreaches, and inner-city education miss- missions. Um, their mission, they're a company run by friends for friends. So if you have friends, smoke something with them. Said, uh, we've never cared about being a huge company. We just set out to make s- great cigars and exceptional packaging. And we enjoy what we do and those who share our interests. And they say, do things well, do good, have fun. It's that simple. Hmm.
2: Yeah. That works well for a lot of things in life, yeah. not just cigars.
1: I know it. I know it. But you know, I personally I really enjoyed this lineup. Um I've smoked quite a few Caldwells in the past and you know, just I'm a sucker for branding, and they've got some really cool labels, and they got some really cool marketing that they've got going on, but the quality matches the marketing, in my opinion. Hmm. You know.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty rare feed.
1: <laughs> I know it. So today Good old boy Mike's gonna go over our smokes ratings with us. So, lay it on us, big guy.
2: Well, I'm going to be using my worst Mexican accent of Spanish for See? say since we're talking about the Dominican Republic. So we have three smokes ratings. Here they are. Number one. Oh I like this. Number one. Juan. Number uno, yes. Uh, this sucked even before it was lit. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, number two or dos It depends on when you're in Italy or uh, Mexico. See. So, do you really have to like this three times? <coughs> and uh, tres. Uh, so this is very nice. Now just go away so I can enjoy it. That's <coughs> that's you, Parker. Go away. I am going. You go away See? so I can enjoy this. I don't need to light it another time. <laughs>
1: so uh, over our first cigars, they sent us four cigars, and I was really thankful. So thank you, Caldwell, for uh, sending us these cigars to review for you guys. And uh, as always, we're going to be honest, and if we like it, we like it. If we don't, we don't. So over our Band, first. once again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the The first cigar in the lineup is their Eastern Standard, which I believe was their first staple. Yeah. And uh, Nate's going to give us the uh,
3: rundown. So uh, Eastern Standard is a mild, smooth, and creamy, yet incredibly rich cigar. It packs more flavor than almost any full-bodied cigar out there. It doesn't matter if you like mild, medium, or full-bodied. You're going to love this stick. This is the one to smoke, to remind yourself why you smoke. Um, And so we smoked a a Churchill, a 48 by 7, uh, Girth. Girth. (laughs) I said that wrong. (laughs)
2: Of course, you know, it's all about girth, as I'm looking for how uh. to. Here we go.
1: Today we're going to be demonstrating how to measure girth. Girth is a very important measurement when determining sizes. First, take your tape measure, mm. place it at the center of the shoulder, bring it down through the crotch, slowly, and back up again, making sure it's going over the widest part.
2: Which part is the widest? part? Uh.
3: So, we have a wrapper. The wrapper is the Aricon Hybrid, grown in Ecuador. Uh, The binder is Indonesian, and the filler is Dominican Republic and Nicaraguan.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't the beginnings of Caldwell all
3: Dominican? Yeah, predominantly. Most all their fillers were grown in Dominican. Most all their stuff... The, is all with that dominican feel
2: and i think that's you know part of the storyline that i really love about caldwell is that they're very country you know concentric yeah. they're yeah. just not a manufacturer and you know several other both brands as well as manufacturers you know they're really concentrated on pumping out. You know, yeah, uh, their brand, the yeah. brand, the and, brand, and the brands, yeah. and whether they're using locally grown, you know, leaf or filler or, yeah. you know, importing stuff around, they don't really don't have any rhyme or reason well, to it. And I think that Caldwell has really stayed very true to their origins you know where they started i think their connection with their staff and with their community is an important part of you know the caldwell story
3: yeah well, and I think part of that, even uh, earlier, uh, Mike was asking about their Nicaraguan stuff. And so, even with that, they've done some projects where they have partnered with AJ Fernandez, and they strictly always say that that is a partnership. They don't even really label it as to like. To say it's ours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They kind of always differentiate. The and two. I love that transparency.
2: You know, so even though they are staying very true to, yeah. you know, their origins, I like the fact that when they step, I don't want to say they step outside of their, their uh, you know their iconic you know their branding or their identity, mm-hmm. um, but I think that they're just simply you know owning up to saying you know the cigar world is really big. It, yeah. it can't just be you know DR only. I um, like what
1: they do, and I think they've had a couple boxes that are like collaboratives. Yeah, yeah. And like they'll say the word collaborate. Yeah. On the box, and so like for me, you know being an artist before like that's an artist term that people use to, to say hey we work together on this piece of artwork and this piece of artwork is not just me even though I'm the one putting it out here it's not just me thank these people too you know and i think that's really cool that they do that
2: yeah i i agree so what
1: what is everybody's take on the eastern standard
2: well, uh, here are some of my uh, notes here. You know, I wrote uh, the head of the wrapper, you know, peeled right off after cutting the cap. So that wasn't particularly good. Well, did you cut it an inch up? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wrote that it was uh, spicy up front, you know, kind of woody in the middle. Um, I would uh, I would not enjoy coming back to this cigar. No? So, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting, because I I didn't mind it. I thought it was a... um, I didn't mind it. (laughs) I didn't mind it. It, I've smoked a few of them before, and and I rather enjoyed them. It's like one of those cigars that it's not a fantastic cigar, and it's not a horrible cigar. So I'm, I'm in a humidor somewhere trying to pick something out, and I see that. I know that band. I know that it's like a safe place to go. You know what I mean? And so I'll, I'll pick one up if I can't decide on what I want to smoke and smoke that,
3: you know? Um, yeah, for me, I mean, I've smoked this cigar for years. And um, for me, the big thing with this, though, is... Even with this specific size, I personally like this cigar and they make a little four by 44 called the Manzanita yeah. that to me, like with a cup of coffee that you get that spice, that richness. So even in this cigar, they have multiple different sizes and that, that Churchill was definitely not my favorite of the sizes that they make for this cigar. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. That smaller one does have a lot better flavor profile, I think. But that same can be said for
2: a lot of cigars that have multiple sizes. Mm. Hey, Justin, real quick, what did you think?
0: I thought it had a really nice straw, had a good moist feel in my hand. Moist. Um, It was a balanced, neutral smoke. Most flavor for me was in the last third. It never went out when I was smoking it. I thought it was pleasant. So we're going to give our smokes rating right now. Hold them up. So I guess we're going to
1: give it a smokes rating of two today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll be back.
1: All right, we're back, and uh, the next staple in their line is Long Live the King, and our uh, co-host, good old boy Justin, will be going over that for us today, so Justin, take it away.
0: So Long Live the King is a spicy, pepper-loaded start, gives way to a full, rich, balanced, blended smoke. Long Live the King is definitely full in body, but it is so harmonious that you won't notice. Someone's stealing your car. This smoke, <laughs> Come back on my car. smoke you car. smoky smoke with your headphones on and your middle finger at full salute while slamming a jack barrel proof. It's a Lancero um, 40 girth by 7. The wrapper's Corojo from the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. and the binder's also Corojo and the filler's Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Peruvian. So this smoke, I really enjoyed
3: a lot. Okay. All right. I enjoyed it as well. I liked it a lot. And I I think also one thing to note about Caldwell as we talk about the art is we haven't talked about the bands and specifically the band of the Long Live the King has a kid wearing a crown, which we used to joke in my uh, retail store about it looking like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, that's they said very it true. wasn't I like that. But funny story, when they first came out with that cigar, they actually had a few retailers who wouldn't carry it because they felt because it, was it was promoting a kid, a kid children smoking. Uh, but in the true Caldwell fashion, they left it as it was. Yeah.
1: Um, as it should, um, I got some good notes for this one. I was like, "It's so much way better, like flavor in that than than the uh, Eastern standard." I said, "I could smoke this one every day. It's earthy, woody, peppery, just white pepper spice forward. Just a really good blend of 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 all things Dominican in it."
2: Yeah, uh, my own notes here. The first thing I wrote down was really big flavor. Yeah, um, this was just a very I don't know if it, I would say so much full bodied as it just there was a lot going on there. I mean almost to the point that I couldn't really even pick out a lot of distinguishing components. Um the San San Andreas or San Sandres San uh, it's a Mexican rapper. Right? I always yeah. say it wrong. Yeah. Um was definitely the star of the show. That really I thought was what, you know, complemented you know, this stick, you know, quite a bit. Great construction um around this um i really love this cigar it would definitely be something i would go back to in this product line it was uh i don't know that it was my favorite of the whole product line of the flight but it was definitely up there for sure
0: the flavor was really consistent on it
2: oh so there's a you're it was a corojo wrapper not a not i think
1: you might be talking about the mofo that, yes i so am
2: talking about.
3: yeah the mad mofo is the okay that's the san
2: andreas wrapper <laughs> all right so I, I wrote down my notes wrong. One of the cigars that I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's the, that's the Mad Mofo. That's and that the thing extension. Is, that thing is fantastic. I think that was that's not one of the ones we're going over today, but that's one of the ones they provided with us. Ah, and yeah, we should be going over that if we got time at the end. We're going to talk about that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Long Live the King was really good. I really like the. For me, the Lancero style is my favorite style. And it's just, you. I can't get enough of them. And I would pick the Lanceros over Churchill's, Rothschild's, Toro's, Robusto's, any of them. I'll
2: always pick Lanceros. All right. So can I revise and amend my statement? Then? Yeah, please. So I do have long, I, I wrote down long live the queen's Lancero. So it's the long live the king Lancero. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um. So I wrote, it was a very mild, a slower draw and, you know, kind of similar experience to, uh, long live the queen. Mm. So, which that's our next. Cigar. Yes. All right. So I'm I'm there now. Yeah. Maybe. So it was. Yeah, I, I mean, are you lost? I'm lost. Yeah. Well, I, you know,
1: <laughs> Mike's got a paddle but no boat. We all see this. So let's go ahead and give our ratings of it. What do we got here? Oh, well, I it's a tie. It's a tie. But we'll give it a three. We'll give it a three. Again, you don't have to take our word for it. Go smoke them for yourself, folks. That's what we like. If you uh, if you hear us talking about some cigars here, and you're like, well, these guys just sound like idiots. Well, that's probably because we are sometimes.
2: Well, you know, that's...
4: Bloody favoritism!
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we definitely enjoy hearing from you guys, too. If you like them, let us know. You know, we, we find enjoyment in these all things conversationally with cigars, so... Our next up is, is myself. So I'm going to be going over the Long Live the Queen, which from my knowledge, this is a very limited run cigar that they've been producing lately um, that only has X amount of boxes and they go all over the country with them. Um, so Long Live the Queen, uh, we actually smoked two different sizes of it. We had a Toro size, but the size that we smoked was the Lancero, the 48 by seven. Um all right, so Long Live the Queen was an elusive cigar to find. They're very small quantities, so if you find them in a the wild, I would suggest buying a couple and thanking me later. So, It's made in the Dominican Republic. The Long Live the Queen is rolled in the El Maestro factory, a smaller factory owned by William Ventura. It's a four-country blend consisting of a reddish-brown Cameroon leaf, a Sumatra brinder grown in Indonesia, and a mix of Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. The size the girth is 48 by 7. And the binder we established as a sumatra and the filler where is it at there's a dominican and nicaraguan yep and the and the wrapper is a cameroon so they didn't really give me a lot of information on this cigar because it's kind of proprietary
3: well so let's
4: talk about i think that sucks i think it sucks
3: <laughs> so let's talk real fast about cameroon for those who don't know cameroon is actually a leaf grown in africa in the country of Cameroon, mm-hmm. for it to be considered true Cameroon, it has to have been grown there. And truly, there's really one family who is growing most of it. The tobacco is grown in the middle of the rainforest. yeah Um, so it gets a really unique kind of reddish hue to it. Um, I there's a lot of people, so technically Cameroon is just Sumatra seeds grown in Africa. So it's really the country it's grown in. That makes it what it is yeah. there's a big debate because several people are taking sumatra seeds growing them in their country and then calling it cameroon because they're doing different processes to mimic that cameroon leaf i believe that this was a true african cameroon it had the color it had the flavor yeah. to me um i love cameroons cameroons are not for everyone mm-hmm. um they've very got that spice to them spice but and i think of it like how yeah. i think of kenyan coffee it's very dirty kind of earthy like Mm -hmm. there's a spice but also there's this like there's something nasty about it in a good way and i like it yeah
1: that's what (laughs) 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 i'm kidding i'm kidding but no it's uh yeah they definitely are distinct in the flavor of the actual cameroonians and you could tell when you've got a labeled cameroonian that's not as well like at least i can hmm so what did we think about this, Mike? What did you
2: think about this one? Um, so, yeah, I wrote down the word crispy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Were you I don't donuts? know, yeah, that this was being stored so well. You know, like the cap took a layer of you know off the foot itself. You know, that's how crispy it was. Um, it crispy, was sup- crispy. Yeah, crispy, crispy. Uh, super mild up front. Um, good draw. Um, good quality and construction. Other than it just being crispy. Um. It was still mild even about halfway through. Yeah. So um, this was, you know, probably one of the the better cigars, I thought, you know, in the product line as well.
1: Yeah, I was enjoying it, smoking it so much that I didn't even write notes. Uh, all I wrote was <laughs> awesome smoke, great flavor, and great quality built. Huh. And that's something that I've noticed in all of these Caldwells that I've smoked was I didn't have to work at it. Justin had a little bit of a different... Uh, time with his but i didn't have to work at mine and you know they stayed consistent the burn the draw and what i really liked is you know we talked about the long live the king a second ago that flavor in that cigar was consistent all the way to the nub and it was like wow i have not very few cigars have i had that have stayed consistent with the flavor you know, you get that heat spot in the middle or, or you get yep. down to the nub and the flavor changes on a yeah. cigar. Yeah. But I did not have that problem with these.
0: Hmm. Justin, what are your thoughts? I like the construction of this cigar and I got really big smoke off it, you know, big puffs uh-huh. and long ash, which for me is a indicator of a really good filler distribution in yeah. the stick. Um, it didn't go out for me until the last third. And then it kind of rebelled on the relight but i thought it had a nice flavor all throughout like you guys did
3: yeah nate yeah same i i enjoyed it um i really liked the flavor it burned great for me um, and I also, so and even you were saying that it was rolled in that factory. That's the first cigar I've had from that factory. They actually, their factory burned down last year. I don't know if you guys knew that, Oh wow! Um, but there was a fire. And so the original, they, uh, are partners in that factory with William Ventura and his dad owns the El Maestro factory. So that's the first cigar they've had rolled there. Um, that's new, that's come out and it, it really impressed me. The construction impressed me. Uh, they are working on rebuilding. I think they're, they're. Pretty close to. I was say know, they going say they're back up and operating. Uh, yeah, yet? pretty close, and they had a good amount of stock in their Miami warehouse too. So I know it kept them going. Yeah, so, I was
2: wondering. That was my yeah. next question. So where were they storing everything? Was it yeah, on site? Yeah,
3: they have a distribution in Miami. So thankfully, they had actually, I think, just gotten a shipment. I would heard like two weeks prior, so they had gotten some stuff. So they were pretty well stocked. But but yeah, so I I, I think that
2: that is a fairly common industry. You know. Um, operational uh thing that they do now because there were so many factories that did catch fire um back in the 40s is what i have some vague recollection that you know people were losing like you know uh entire pallets of you know wrapper leaf um Mm -hmm. that they had been aging out for a long time and it took them you know literally you know like two years to recover because they had lost so much age wrapper and so that diversity of, you know, storing things in different locations, they, they uh, deal with, you know, disaster recovery, just simply by, you know, staging their products in different locations. That's still got to be, you know, um, I didn't realize they were, you know, doing it out of country, you know. Well,
3: and honestly, though, most of the companies that, are sold here have some sort of distribution based in in miami or wherever where they at least just have a where it's not you know it's just a warehouse they're shipping out of um but it makes it easier for customs
1: yeah i know some other brands that they partner not maybe not caldwell but other brands will partner with big boxes like uh you know ci or thompson and go and they'll keep them in their facilities
2: um, after they're rolled, yeah. After right, they roll, yeah. yeah. The box that's cigars, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll age them. them. You know, at mm-hmm. um, in some of those large, you know, online retailers. Yeah, I've right. heard that as well.
1: Yeah, that's why, and that's why those large online retailers get a discount on their cigars, and you can buy them cheaper on you yeah. know some places. But support your local brick and mortar. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should go ahead. Yeah, and let's rate.
2: give it the rating, guys. So for uh, "Long Live the Queen,"
1: yeah, it's unanimous. Yeah, how about that? Three. Uh. I think that's the first
2: time we've had unanimity here. So, for at least for today, for this show.
1: Yeah. Last up is a good old boy, Mike. He's going to be going over the girls, guns, and gold. Take it away, Mike. Let's
2: see here. Girls. Oh, yeah, we go. Um,. Girl, you wrote it down, girl, not girls. It's oh. girls, guns, and I'm just trying to trip gold. you up there. Yeah, of course. You know, that doesn't take a whole lot. <laughs> this Lancero is packed with secrets, like the kind uh, you need to always keep to yourself. Unless uh, you're on Vice Blurred with one of those <laughs> kick-ass voice mods on. Okay, all right. Um, whilst the Origins and you know, other... Com- you know, when
1: they're, they're on the show and it's like, I, I was a, a Mafia member and I... You know, did these
2: things. Oh, I see. Yeah. You can't see them. You know, I I, I didn't get it and I <laughs> still barely get it. So, <laughs> whilst, <laughs> whilst the origins and other components remain a secret, the cigar is packed with smooth, creamy flavor, a subtle spice that does not disappoint for a delightfully complex and nuanced smoking experience. Um, let's see. The size of this is, uh, is a 38 girth by 725 inches of love really you had to okay it's wrapper is puppy fur the binder are tears from mermaids i can't believe i'm reading this and the filler is chocolate made with naked virgins this is one of those cigars by, but that they with, didn't give me much with, info on it's I'm hard to sorry. source those yeah, it's super hard to source naked i'm I was, sorry no i was like I mean, wow that's intense i can't believe i read that wrong really <laughs> yeah so uh I'll start off with some of my own notes here. Um so mild uh a much bigger draw kind of a touch of spice, you know, in this filler. Um that spice thing kind of kept hanging around. You know, um a lot of times, you know, you'll certainly encountered a lot of spice in the first third of a lot of scars um but it this just you know stayed there and just did not go away even a bit more pepper and abrasive at the midpoint so probably not my favorite stick you know in this lineup yeah yeah
0: Justin how about you I got a big bark's french vanilla cream vibe off this one Really the flavor is really good um it was nice and light in my hand Uh, I think I would like do this a good pre-dinner smoke.
1: Yeah, or one with some coffee maybe?
0: I don't even know if it needs a coffee. I had it with a Diet Dr. Pepper. It worked for me.
3: (laughs) Well, Nate, how about you? Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I mean, to me, this cigar is, I like that balance of creaminess and spice that a lot of people are doing, and especially in the Lancero. For me, I was getting a lot more of the cream notes to it off that wrapper leaf. Um, but I I really enjoyed this all the way through.
1: Yeah, I I had to, my notes are uh, great off the light, peppery and earthy. It was like halfway in, it was really consistent, and the, and the burn stayed really consistent. And then I, and you know again, it stayed consistent to the end. And really, that does it for me with with you know Caldwell. I think that those I didn't have a bad one, and and it's it's in my opinion, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So what do you what do you guys uh what are you guys putting it as? One. Wow. Right. Well we're gonna give it a smokes rating of two. <coughs> <laughs> they didn't really give me much information on the girls and guns. That's why I well, threw you a curveball
3: with the uh, Yeah, they undisclosed all that one.
1: Yeah, the binder filler wrapper. That's the one that's like hush hush. We don't tell what it is.
2: Ah, I see. I'm definitely uh, you know, dead last to uh, step in to understand you know, their marketing prowess. Well, and you know, I thought, I thought that, that this, you know, this last stick was, I don't know. It just seemed to kind of step out of the product line. It was just one of those things where, which one of these things is not like the other, or it's just not. Yeah. Even when I was having it, I was like, is this really a DR stick cuz it sure doesn't well, feel like it. But you
3: know? and I th- I think some context to it too is that that truly was a one-off limited that they did. Mm-hmm. And so I mean for me, like even with Caldwell, they have like their core line staples, but they're known to put out certain limiteds or certain things that are curveballs, or um, and even like uh, even Lost and Found. So I know you kind of touched upon that for a second, which I think they're changing the way they do this because they've said all that's was yeah. lost is now found. But they had a really cool program for many years where basically they would go around two different factories. And in these factories, you have the way it works is, you know, if you have a cigar that you're going to put to production, um, you know, they'll make 2,000 sticks or whatever, and then something will happen and the whole thing will get scrapped. And so some of these factories just have, you know, Tons of tobacco Just from sitting. sitting. Just sitting. And so Lost and Found, they basically buy this stuff from people not knowing what it is. Essentially, brand it, throw it on there. Yeah. And that was a lot of their where they were talking about a lot of where their proceeds go to yeah. things. But, but you know, I had some cigars in that batch that were eight years old. And I know that they were probably bought from the Davidoff factory. And, I mean, some right. cool stuff, you know. And
1: I like the Lost and Found series. I thought yeah. those
3: were really good. I don't know if you guys
1: have smoked any of those before. Yeah. But they're really like... Really streamlined, decorated boxes. Nothing major, flashy. It's just kind of just chill. And they're really great cigars. Hmm. So we're going to... Yeah, you guys want to talk about the MoFo?
2: Um, Maybe after the break.
1: Yeah, maybe we got a break coming up here.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, in a more extended conversation, you know, about Caldwell. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, we, we'll have plenty of time to, you know, talk about, you know, I think just our experience with the whole product
4: line.
1: Yeah, it was a good product line, but... Here's a word from the sponsors. And we're back. We're going to talk a little bit more about Caldwell Cigars. Um, They sent us a fifth in the line, and it's called the Mofo. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think we all had a pretty good experience with that. So, Mike, why don't you tell us what your thoughts were?
2: (laughs) Because I already did. Well, you know, so this (laughs) was – it's interesting uh, that I just happened to smoke it in the last – Lot you know, yeah, so um and that was just by happenstance. So um it was the very last cigar that I did smoke in the product line, and so I'll reiterate uh my um my notes on this. Um uh, so really big flavor. And um like I mentioned, the San Andreas uh wrapper mm-hmm. was definitely the star of the stick for sure. I just it was one of those things where sometimes you're sitting down with a, with a cigar and you're it's it's um it's very complex but it's not full and I think the difference between those things for me is usually it's the amount of sugar content or how sweet something comes across because sugars really hang very heavy on the palate and they tend to you know influence and feel heavier you know this didn't have that it it wasn't a sweet thing it just had a lot of complex flavor around it and i enjoyed that you know in a lot of things I enjoyed in wines, I enjoyed in, you know, spirits and whiskeys and gin and a lot of other things where things are so complex that you just can't sit down and go, well, that's cedar or that is, you know, hickory or, you know, I'm getting a touch of mint or something like that. And so I really, um, I found myself smoking the entire stick Um, and I was actually rushed for time um, you don't say. Yes, I was. And uh, so I I actually was really glad that that was the last stick that I had sitting down in that flight to go through and actually enjoyed the entire thing. Um, so it just was really great construction, great burn line the whole time. Um, I found myself, you know, setting it down, you know, having a casual drink of, you know, one or two things, you know, thinking about pairing opportunities with it. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot going on, you know, for that. And I was really glad, you know, to have that stick in the lineup. Yeah, Absolutely sure. my dead favorite, you know, in the entire product line for sure.
1: So that's the Long Live the King Mad Mofo. Yep. And when we get to name, I Nate.
2: love the smell on the foot on that one.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. That has a great, great smell in it. Even unlit, just it's a spicy flavor smell. But that's a San Andreas wrapper and a Dominican and Nicaraguan filler, and it doesn't tell me what the binder is. So I would assume it's a Dominican binder
0: mystery binder
1: yeah so why don't you uh justin tell us what you thought about it
0: i think this is like a really good lunch break stick had really consistent flavor this stick never went out when i was smoking it and i smoked it to the nub i really enjoyed it
1: yeah it was a five by 50 i think is what we got
0: is that right sounds right
1: yeah yeah it wasn't a lancero which i was disappointed i think in a lancero this thing would be awesome i agree
2: uh i would I found myself wanting, you know, yeah, just like a little more. Uh-huh. If I, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I just smoked this for another fifteen See, minutes. My, I'd be a lot better. My off.
3: favorite size. They make it in a Bellicosa, and that's my favorite size. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Nate, what did you think about it? I really enjoyed it. I found it's an Indonesian binder. Oh, okay, it's good. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, I love this cigar. I get notes of. Uh, I You know, like you said, big, bold flavors, but I also get um, kind of chocolatey richness with a spice. And to me, it's I love that cigar for an after dinner, kind of just sitting on the back porch. Yeah,
1: dude, I would smoke that cigar every day. I think I could safely say that I could smoke that cigar every day. Yeah, I will be buying a box.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I kind of hinted I was actually thinking about pairings, you know, as I was enjoying this particular cigar and... You know, I find myself really moving between um, a lot of rich and decadent desserts, almost like a, you know, chocolate Grenache or mm. even a really dense, you know, New York-style cheesecake. Oh yeah. Um, you know, something that just would bring and almost coat, you know, your palate with, you know, those very heavy sugars that I mentioned were kind of absent. Yeah. But in a good way in in this experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I you know, I like the idea of having it and and after after dinner it'd be go really great you know with uh, you know a uh, uh, an XO cognac uh, I think it would really go great with a lot mm. of amaros yeah. um, even you know uh, really sweet um, Italian like uh, a you know amaro yeah um, would go really well you know with that um, so I would. I would definitely say... A good uh, chocolate cannoli. Yeah. I had this with a Cadbury Easter egg, and it worked really well. Ooh, that would be oh, really good. The caramel. Yeah. So that's smart. I guess the interesting theme about all these pairings is, is that I really think you need something that's kind of jumping on your palate, kind of yeah. weighting it down. Sugars tend to do that you know, quite a bit, and you know, I can see that that would be the thing that would really it almost trap all that complexity and, you know, leave it lingering, yeah. you know, on your palate a lot longer.
1: Yeah. Well, that's going to bring us to our, our our next question in this segment of uh, what do we pair? Well, and let's, let's, let, let's, but we're going to give it our smokes rating first. Yep. So I think it's going to be unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous. We'll give it a three. Again, great job Caldwell on that cigar. Yeah, great job.
2: You have our address. Feel free to send five boxes. Yeah, <laughs> however many you want to send us,
1: just let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll we'll open the mail that day. <laughs> all right. So my next question is, what did you guys pair with those? As we're continuing this discussion. You know, I'm all about the pairings, Mike. You touched really heavily on the pairings with the sweetness and the sugars, but like, I I could have that. You know, a lot of these Lanceros. With a good cup of coffee or or a good barrel-proof bourbon or rye. Yeah. I think the rye notes really pair well with a lot of the... the,
3: Yeah, I was going to say, there is a cigar we didn't smoke in their original lineup called The King is Dead. Yeah. Which that cigar, to me, you get these strong kind of, when you have it with a rye the caramely notes play together and you get this really like decadent yeah, thing. I've and had I it. love that pairing together between the rye and that Habano.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The King is Dead was a really good cigar too. I, I've had quite a few of them. Justin, what what do you like to pair with? What did you pair with this other than Diet Coke?
0: Well, other, <laughs> I, I like the Highland Park cast strength. Okay. Ah. I had with a couple of these sticks.
1: Okay. Good choice. That's a good choice for scotch drinkers. I am not one.
0: I'm a Scotch guy, you know.
1: I know. I'm not a Scotch guy. (laughs) Although this Suntory stuff is really kicking it up a notch with me.
2: Yeah, I think I find, you know, a lot of Japanese whiskeys really just getting mowed down like roadkill, you know, with cigars. They're just... um, they're just so light and flowery and floral Man, I and I love that delicate and I love that. I I I love Japanese whiskey. I just don't enjoy it with most cigars. I just I find they just get mowed down, you know, really fast. Really? So, I so um I think the the opposite is true with enjoying um especially with uh an Isla um you know base scotch that you get smoke on smoke, and you get Pete fighting yeah. you know, directly with the cigar. Um, I, with one exception, I think that there are both Connecticut and Connecticut shade wrappers um, right. that I would, you know, go through and, you know, really enjoy. You know that pairing, um, and the peat tends to complement it, you know, fairly well when you when you do things like that. But I think for the most part. Um, you know, you are looking for complementary, fi- uh, you know, flavor pairings and things that are not fighting, you know, with mm-hmm. each other. The caramel is is
1: massive, like uh, that sweetness and creaminess of the caramel. Like you're talking about the Cadbury egg, that makes yeah, me want to really go buy well. one yeah. right now just to, to smoke with it. No, I'm not going to smoke a Cadbury egg, but you know, to, to <laughs> eat while I smoke a good cigar yeah. today,
2: that's a great thing. And- uh, I'll confess, I was actually, you know, working. Two things at once. So I was, you know, going through, you know, this product line. So I was probably tasting through about fifty different, you know, products, both whiskey and gin. I'm sorry, whiskey and rum. Yeah. As I was going through these, um, rums
1: would be delicious with this.
2: Yeah. So four I square. always, yeah. I, a good foursquare. I, I, I do say, you know, I if if I have to pick a default, you know, uh, pairing for cigars in general, rum I could have all day long. You oh know? yeah. I just, um, it's it was, the next it, morning, it's where just it hurts. so magical, you know. Usually, with most rums, and you know, I mean, i I know that most of you are thinking about, oh, you know, rums are super sweet and you know, they're just gonna you know, obliterate the flavor of whatever you're having. Not true, yeah, um, not true at all. Yeah, there's a lot of rums where you know, actually, the you have to watch the cigar actually, still overpowering, right? You know, the the um, and the especially what types of
1: sugars they use in the rum too. We'll will, will um, play into that as well.
2: So, I will tell you that last uh, when I had the this last cigar, um, the long length, the king, a bad uh, mofo. Um, the uh, one product that I had was uh, it was um, a bottle that actually is right here with within our line of sight, which is from National Barrel Company that was uh, from a pick um called the Ever Cyber team or Ever Sec I, I oh, think I it's it a right group there. um and that particular barrel was called uh, you can't have cyber without spelling rye I think is the name <laughs> of the barrel so really great um combination so th- the th- the reason why I thought that worked really well um that particular rye was on the scale of being more floral yeah um and light and it didn't in in it did not fight with the complexity that was going on with that particular cigar. Um, one of the other pairings that I had with uh, long live, the queen um, which was uh, the, one of the cigars that we talked about today. Um, I remember having a, uh, it was a bourbon um, and oddly it was from Texas. <laughs> oh, like a Balcones or something? No, it was, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the distillery okay. that I had it with, um, but but I remember the characteristic that I had with it, and it had it was a fairly classic, you know, um, bourbon experience with a sweet finish that came off the back of it, and that really works, you know, quite well with that particular cigar. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like to try all kinds of stuff with cigars too. I'm very out there. I'll I'll go through, you know, three to three to five quarter ounce pours with a cigar. And just try to see what what really brings out flavor profiles. I land a lot with rye, but also a good sweet bourbon uh, it does really play a good favor into them.
2: And yet, every time I sit with you, you go, Mike, have you had coffee you know, with, with a cigar? So yeah. I keep listening. Yeah. One, uh, I'm just one of these people. I just don't smoke in the morning. And... There is no way you're going to convince me that you're going to ruin all of my coffee experience with you're a gonna, cigar. You are.
3: You're well, going to have to I have am a cigar. You. I'm telling well, you. Well, so and for me, I start every day that way. Yeah. Single origin uh, and coffees. I, I, I work in the cigar world, and I open a retail store, and so for me, I'll get there early, and I'll have a cup of coffee, and I have a cigar, and to me, there is no better pairing. I would choose that over liquor any day, but- There's something about it, first thing, too, that, that, to me, it's also filled with nostalgia, too. Yeah.
1: But, see, I also do a lot of eclectic coffees. So, there's a coffee company called Bones Coffee. I get it online. Yes. And they do a lot of, like, flavored stuff. So, I have, like, a dark chocolate-flavored coffee. Yeah, I know you, you. You say this. Why don't you? I, yeah, I'm sorry. I've you got
2: just got a, I, man. They've got one. I, that's listen, I agree. Party I fully. Agree. Party why love, don't you go? Why don't you go to the grocery oh store god. and buy a can of flavored whipped cream? Because just, I don't do yeah. that. You know, make dick. Just, just put it right listen, on top of the. They've cigar got one and make, that's make my absolute favorite.
1: Complete, and you could be mad all you want at it. It's called smorey time. Oh my so, god! So and it I tastes just like s'mores. I just and with a cup of coffee, with that cup of coffee, with a good cigar. Is great But now like I love single origins Like you know uh, Sumatras Uh, I like All different Different types Colombian coffees I'm
3: Yeah. So when when you were first saying you like eclectic coffee, because in my head, because I really do nerd out about coffee, and I started thinking of all these like crazy weird stuff, and then Michael says like I like caramel drizzle. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs)
1: Let's see. Like I drink my coffee black, so I don't put sweeteners. I I don't put nothing in it. I think it sucks. You know, I don't put anything in my coffee. I drink
2: all my coffees black. So well, so. I think the, part of the thing with coffee is is that the flavor profiles for really great coffees are incredibly subtle. Yeah, absolutely. It does not take a whole lot, you know, of anything. So, I mean, even adulterating it with... Even, even Yeah, definitely your caramel <laughs> whatever. Uh, but, I mean, even putting milk into, yeah. you know, can really alter the flavor profile mm-hmm. yeah i'm not even going to talk about sugars or flavorings you know
3: now i will say though if with the coffee aspect if you retrohale your cigar because i'm with you on that where the notes are so subtle and that's what i'm looking for is those nuttles notes but if that's, that's, that's a trademark word, word. but um but for me that retrohale oh, like that. new word where <laughs> you push the smoke out your nose you're getting it through that that nasal scent Um, that right there is where so much of those same kind of notes live and so to me keeping the coffee on my tongue palate and then the smoke going through my nose palate is is the perfect combo for me
0: so let me ask you guys this Kenya double A with like a Maduro oh that's great happy place there we go
1: yeah I love Kenyan coffee
0: yeah
2: and it, it's black. I'll I like black I'll, Kenyan. Like, I'll let you guys all, come all over first. for a cupping. Oh, let's do it. Week. Let's do a coffee. I gotta, I gotta mow through like ten coffees this week. Let's so. do it.
1: You just let me know. Well, we're gonna take a quick break here in a second.
2: Well, let's talk. Uh, so, I, I wanted to some final notes on the on the product line. Really great. I really hope you'll come yeah. back and you know take a look at uh, Caldwell. Um, Absolutely. I thought we really covered the product line. You know quite well today. Uh, would you guys? I mean, I'm. What did you think about the, you know, revisiting the whole product line? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, oh, I'm it. definitely
1: into revisiting line. it all. Yeah. Definitely into revisiting all.
4: <laughs>
1: That's all <folks>. Oh, wow. <laughs> great stuff for today, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the smokes episode. I want to thank our co host, good old boy Mike. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad I'm here to, uh, to QROs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good old boy Justin. <laughs> thank you so much for having me
1: good old boy nate
3: yeah thanks it's good to be here
1: and as always guys we love you and we thank we thank for
2: thank you guys thankful that you guys join us yeah i look forward to your caramel macchiato that's going to be you know welded yeah you know, to one of these really great caldwell i'll, sticks. I'll go whip one up for you real quick and stick, it, ahead, stick it. it on instagram yeah. you know i want to i want to see a picture I'll, I'll of that i'll tweet it
1: out yeah yeah a little whipped cream awesome well you guys have a good day. <laughs>
4: We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it The subscribe button.
3: Give it a little tappy. Tap,
4: tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at and Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back. Join us for another episode. And keep on sipping.